evening, Mervah Rabbi Sai. We began last time the 27th Cheshbon, and a very, very important one, something that is quite relevant, quite Negea very practical, something that we can use, I would say, more often than many other of the Cheshbonists. And that is because people always have difficulties. That's the way it is we mentioned for Rabbeinu Tam. And I should mention the reason why Rabbeinu Tam said that. The reason why he wrote in his Sefer HaYosher that Ha'olam Devei Hatlois, that this world is a world of hardships, is not to be morbid, not to get us depressed or despondent. But he wrote it because he, he said, if you are not ready for it, if you're not prepared and knowledgeable in this fact, in this piece of information, that that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with people, that He does throw them difficulties, so that a person, if he's not ready for it, will be knocked off his, off his socks, he'll be knocked down to the ground, and he will then move off kilter in terms of his Avedah Sashem. We're here to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And part of that Avedis Hashem, part of serving Hashem, is to do do so through the difficulties and with the difficulties, not despite them, but with them, and growing from them. And if we don't realize, hey, there will be difficulties in life, a person is going to be shocked, oh my goodness, what's going to be? I didn't know there's difficulties. And then he could get depressed, he could get upset, he could get frustrated and angry. And then he stops doing his regular Avedis Hashem. He doesn't daven as much as he did, as he used to. Not with the same intensity, not with the same memuna that it really works. And that's why Rabbeinu Tam says you have to be, be aware of this and we have to be know about this. And this is what we see from Arvam Avinu as we did last time. The Chavis Avavis again does to say his great Chiddush, that Avram Avinu, all of the ten tests that he passed, we would not give him praise for withstanding the ten Yisraelites. Lule, if not for the fact that he was makabal all of it from Hashem, that Hashem did it, he accepted it with gladness. As it says in the Pasuk, it's quite interesting, the Mashkia pointed out that that Pasuk, is the Pasuk in Nehemia that Hashem saved him from Ur Kastim. Most Rishayinim learn that the first of the ten Nisyayinais was not Ur Kastim. The Ramban speaks about this already. But all of the Rishayinim that talk about which were the ten Nisyayinais, that's the Rambam and the Ramban and Rabbeinu Yoyin and Misech Desavis Perekei, most of them do not list Ur Kastim as the first test. Or custom was something that Avram Avinu did on his own. It was not something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him as an instruction. And could you imagine, here, what was the Nisayit of Or custom? He stood up for the honor of Hashem. Here you had Nimrod. Nimrod, his very name. The, the Chazal tell us it wasn't really his name. We know from the Pesukim in, in Parshish uh, Chayisara. Nimrod, he was Morad Bashem, he rebelled against Hashem, and he wanted to take the whole world with him. And anybody who didn't side with him and wanted to believe in monotheism and, and that there's only one creator was punishable by death. 
and he found Avram Avinu, who smashed the idols of his father, didn't believe in Avedizar, and Nimrod says, you're going to be thrown into a furnace. Do you believe in the only one God, or do you believe in the many gods? And he says, I only believe in the Eivishter. So they threw him into a furnace. That's Or Kastim. He was thrown into a furnace, Or, the Or of Kastim. He was thrown into a furnace. He gave up his life. The Chavis of Abbas tells us later. That's in Shar Abbas Hashem, Perik Dalit. Right at the beginning of Perik Dalit. He says there's three areas of Avatakodesh Baruch Hu. We say it every day in Shema. The Yohavtos Hashem Alekabacha Lavavcha, Avachal Navshacha, you can divide that into with all of your money, with all of your goof, your physical body, and all of your nefesh. He says Avram Avinu was the first who was Mekayim, this in its totality, in its fullness, that he gave, he had Avas Hashem in these three areas. In all of his mammon, you see that he he left no expense and he gave to promote HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name and he set up a hotel, the Gemara tells us, he made a big hotel and he had plenty of food over there and accommodations for people only to be able to spread the word of Hashem and to spread the, the knowledge of Hashem. So he uh, he made sure that no expense was too much. Bechol Mamaynay, he was 99 years old. He was an old man. And Hashem wanted him to do the brismila, and he was afraid. Rashi actually tells us in the end of Parashas Vayeber, he was afraid. Hashem says, I'll hold your hand. I'll be there with you. He was afraid, but he says, but Hashem wants me to do it. I'm going to do it. That's Begufay. He was ready to, to, to give himself a brismila. And he did a brismila. And the Avadai Nafshi was ready to give up his Nefesh by the Akedas Yitzchok. Because by giving up his son, which was Nafshay Kshura Benafshay, to borrow that terminology from Yaakov and Yosef, it was, he was bound, this is what he longed for, for a hundred years. A hundred years is a long time. For a hundred years, he longed for one thing, to have a son, to be the continuity of everything that he stood for. And here Hashem says, I want you to give that up too. And he gave it up. So he was, he was, he was Mekayim Avas Hashem in his fullness. But even before that, he was ready to give up his own life for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to, for the truth. And he was ready to be thrown into a furnace. And you would think, he gets out of the furnace, I mean, a miracle happened. I mean, that was just another proof to him that Hashem exists. So he comes out of the furnace, oh, yeah? And you would think the next thing that would happen is Hashem says, okay, I'm rolling out the red carpet. Here you go. I'm going to bring you on a magic, magic red carpet straight to you. Shall I build the base? I make this. Who knows? Instead, what did Hashem say? Very nice, Avram. Pretty good. Okay, now I have your first test. First test? What, what, what was that? Here's your first assignment, Avram Avino. Are you ready? And then if you think about it, if you think about the life of Avram Avinu, you would think, all right, you know, that one wasn't uh, given directly, or Kasim was given directly from Hashem, so he wants to give me a test directly from him. Okay, Lech Lecha. 
And every Nisayan that he passed, instead of Hashem saying, Ah, okay, now I'm going to give you an embrace. Now, that's not what happened. He went to the next Nisayan, the next Nisayan, and they said, He could have thought to himself, I think like most of us would think, and most human beings would think, that I just passed the test, Hashem. I, mean, I just did exactly what you wanted me to do, more so. I, I, I just, I gave up everything. I just, I, I held, I held my mouth shut when Sarah wanted me to throw out Yishmael. I held my mouth shut the fact that I'm supposed to come to the land and everything is supposed to be great, and instead, you make a famine. And this is what happened after one, after two, after three, after four, all the way to ten. Avram Abin could think with himself, there must be, I mean, either I'm crazy or there's something wrong with me, like maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to, but he's, I, 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 Avinu knew in his heart of hearts, he knew I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And after every Nisayan that Avram Avinu had, Kodesh Baruch says, now I'll give you another Nisayan. And he could have thought to himself, I'm obvious that Kodesh Baruch is not pleased with me. Obviously he's not happy with what I'm doing, because I'm trying to do everything right. And Hashem says, all right, you know, let, let, me, let me test you again. Let, let me test you again. You know, when we go to school, if you pass the test the first time, you don't have to remake the test. You don't have to do it over. Safram Avinu passed the test, and he knew he passed the test. And every test that he passed was again and again and again another test. And this is the the depth when you try to get an appreciation of Avram Avinu. This is why we call him, he's the Neman. He's the one who's loyal to Hashem. And he did so, as Chavazavavah says, with Every Nisayin he had, he says, I accept it, that HaKadosh Baruch was the one giving me the test, and I accept it Simcha. Now, that's Avram Avinu. Continues along now, the opposite side of the spectrum, the other side of the coin, the Yoytzei Mitzrayim, we continue along here in the uh, 27th Cheshbet, those who left Mitzrayim, we were guilty, those of B'nai Yisrael and Mitzrayim were guilty and had to get punished several times throughout their sojourn in the Midbar, in the wilderness. And why is that, says Chavis Abbas? Because they had the opposite. In other words, Abraham Avinu first displayed his great Ahava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Hashem tested him to see if that Ahava is going to even go higher and higher, greater and greater, deeper and deeper. By the Yaitse Mitzrayim, it was the opposite. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I am showing you tremendous Ahava. Look at all of the Nisim that I did for you Mitzrayim. And I saved you. I took you out, I did miracles, 10 Nisim in Mitzrayim. So at that point, Hashem says, I would expect that now you reciprocate. And now, whatever happens, whatever comes your way, no matter what way HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with Klal Yisrael at this point, we should accept it besimcha, Because Hashem sort of proved Himself, so to say, that He's He's in charge, he's there, he's not forgetting about anybody, and he's doing exactly what has to be done at every moment. So when they go into, into the wilderness, and all of a sudden there's no there's no water to drink. There was a segment of Klal Yisrael, it wasn't everybody. The Rabban says this clearly, it was always 
the um, the um, the nation complained. There was a segment of Klal Yisrael that became frustrated, that they became annoyed and upset with Hashem. And Hashem says to himself, I've already showed, I've already displayed my tremendous care and concern for every yid. And here I'm testing you out to see now how you'll react when I give you a little test here. And for those that complained, now they're deserving of punishment. That's what Chavis says. The Yitzhi Mitzrayim, those who left Mitzrayim, they were not guilty and liable of punishment to give them rebuke and admonition. Punishment in the Midbar. Ella al because they got angry. Because they were not in sync with Hashem, because their heart was not ready to accept everything Hashem gave them. And with Moshe Rabbeinu, who was Hashem Shliach. And we see this brought out in the Pasuk in Tehillim. Tehillim Ayin Ches, describes that that time in the Midwars, Yeah, they gave lip service. They spoke to Hashem and they, they're saying, of course, we believe in you, Hashem, and we know you're in charge. But their heart was not with them. Hashem, like the Gemara tells us, Hashem wants our leiv. It means Hashem wants our sincerity. That's what Hashem wants. Not that we just talk the talk. Hashem wants our sincerity. He wants our leiv. Which means that it's not enough to even to say, yes, this is Hashem's doing. And I accept it as Hashem's doing. That's even not enough. That's something. But it's not enough. And we'll see what it means. It's not enough in really what we want and of every Nisayan and of every difficulty. It's not enough just to say this is, my, this is from Hashem without our leave being Makabala with Simcha. Because the difference is in the difference of a tremendous result. And that we'll see Mitz Hashem tomorrow evening. Agutanacht.